Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. I'm Don Maeda. Chase Curtis and I are here at the Swap Moto Live headquarters in Menifee, California. Michael Antonovich on the phone is home in uh, St. Louis. And A-Ray, where are you? Uh, to be honest, I ain't got a clue where the hell I am. I'm in BFE, to be honest. Um, <laughs> somewhere somewhere in Maryland. Okay. Somewhere yeah. in Maryland. So you rode Bud's Creek yesterday? Yes. Uh, a few guys rode today, but it started raining, and uh, I didn't really want to ride my race bike mm. um, two days in a row. You know, I need to save that thing. You know, it's a long season. So, yeah. So was this, a, uh, yesterday. was this a visit back to the SGB Racing Headquarters? Yeah, yeah, we went to SG. We're headed back to STB headquarters right now, actually. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, uh, yeah, so we uh, were unable to line up all of us yesterday, Monday, our typical day for the podcast. But it's Tuesday here, and unbelievably, you won't believe this area. It's it's not that hot. It's kind of overcast. Wow. It's nice here. And then also, yeah. uh, dude, you're, you'll be stoked next Monday when you come. We got an air conditioner put in our office. It's mounted in yeah. the wall. Yeah, Chase Ooh, and I well came I in early to uh, do some filming with the Fly Racing guys here, and I turned it on and closed the door, and I came in, and I could see my breath. Yeah. It's cold in here. Holy nice. cow. <clears throat> so that would be a nice change. But I've uh, also seen uh, my roommate, Kenny Taco Bell, uh, first day of the Fat Boot Camp, <laughs> back on the e-bike today. Yeah, um, did, did he have permission to take out the GTE Force? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he he usually just doesn't ask. He usually just takes it, especially if I'm not there. What's but, yours is his. What his is yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Does he get? No, I'm not going to say it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, KTB uh, texted me last night pretty late, and then uh, Twitch as well. E-bikes at Vale at 6:30, and I was like, "There is no way those stoners are going to be at Vale at 6:30." <laughs> and I was actually. <laughs> I was actually having dinner, and I said to uh, my kids, so, you know, Twitch, right? And they're all, yeah. And I go, he just invited me to go riding at 6.30 at Vail. That means I'm going to have to wake up at 5. Do you think those guys, those stoners, will really be there? And they're all, well, Dad, you know, Garth was a huge stoner, and he was never late for anything when you guys worked <laughs> together. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They made it, though. Yeah. It looked like it looked like Behrman uh, went ass over tea kettle. Yeah, so it was Twitch, Behrman, Cody Shock, Kenny Taco Bell, and uh, Little John. Does Little John work at DBK or something? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure who he was, but I saw his Instagram tag. Little underscore John. But yeah, so uh, Behrman threw it away first, and then Jared McNeil threw it away. And then right at the end, Twitch was saying, I crashed in this turn last weekend, and then he just ate shit in the same turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, uh, KTB said that your uh, E-Force was cutting out again on him. I don't know if that was for yeah, real or if, it, if he was just not hanging on the uphills. 
Well, that's what he told me, but it, it only does it with him. It never does it with me, which is weird. He must be doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. He must have some bacon grease in his fingers or something. I think so. Every time we stopped, too, he was sucking down a PNG gel. <laughs> like every time. Every time we stop. I don't think Jeez. you're supposed to have those, that many of them. I don't know. Maybe, it, I know, I maybe he misread the he probably misread the instructions and sees every 15 minutes, not every 45. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he was yeah. refilling the uh, PNG packets with, like, peanut butter or something. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Well, honestly, I need to get him switched over to the Arma stuff. Mm. Maybe that'll that'll help him out a lot, you know? Yeah, he needs a little help. And then, uh, so actually, he dipped out of the ride early because uh, we were going down a hill. And uh, he was behind us, and he went straight and all the way out out instead of uh down the single track so we ride yeah. back up we're all waiting for him and twitch asked this lady that was there did you see a guy see another guy and she goes oh the guy with the squirrel on his back he went straight <laughs> so yeah yeah the big ponytail looks like a squirrel but anyway uh dude anton and uh Aria, you guys were at uh high point this weekend and it looked amazing i was all yeah time. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't hot at all. Like, we thought that it was going to become a mud race. We were all, like, I had it in my head. I'm like, okay, uh, it's going to be a mud race. I'm going to get all dirty. Uh, everything's going to be screwed. Um, the rain's coming, the rain's coming, the rain's coming, and then it never came. I mean, it sprinkled a little bit during the 250 race. But, uh, yeah, it it held off, which was crazy because it was a 100% chance of rain. Yeah. Anton, you were all ready with the trash bags and the electrical tape and all that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, we we're ready to go. We've been doing this for a while now. It's funny because you see people that have never shot a mud race before, and they're just like, oh, shit, what do you do? And then the guys like Garth or Ryan or Emery or whoever that's been around forever, everybody's got mud set up on. You know, you have special mud equipment, wraps and bags and boots and all that. The boots aren't the most comfortable to, comfortable to walk around high point in but because uh, it's so steep. But, dude, thank God it didn't rain because I, I was – sure it was going to rain especially in the morning um because that's when they had forecasted it all to hit but like by friday night once it hadn't started raining yet i was like man i don't think it's going to happen at all you know and then the worst of it was expected to hit around noon right before the 250 class was going to go to the line and we were thinking it was going to be like an inch of rain and then it was just enough to make the track perfect and and really give the track crew some help going through the rest of the day because they would hit it with a water truck but prep was off it never got dusty i mean they were able to move around every single inch of that track all day yeah that track can get way too technical like how fast it can be i mean a ray it looks like riding a roller coaster with all the uphills and downhills and all the off-camber stuff if it gets rutted out you're just stuck in that rut all the way around that section and that wasn't the case this year which was really really good kind of sounds like that's gonna be the plan going forward for all these nationals don't rip the shit out of them first thing in the morning yeah there was definitely there was definitely a few of the sections that was just ruts all the way across the track um you couldn't really see it on tv but it was right before you come back i guess like in that uh tree area in the far back Mm -hmm. that like left it was like a left-hander that goes back up the hill um it was ruts all the way across super long once you got in a rut you had to stay in it until you got out of the corner but everywhere else um it there was a lot of good lines to choose from. Um, the last time I was there, it was really technical, and this time it was we were able to move around a lot more, which was good. Um, I think the track prep was awesome. 
So, uh, yeah, I think someone had said something to Davey or Davey Coombs had talked to a lot of the riders and said that they liked the prep at Colorado. And like you said, Anton, they were going to get back to doing the prep like that. Hey, Ray, that, uh, the part of that track that looks the least appealing to me, like I would never want to ride it, is the uh, it's kind rollers. of left-hand rollers turning downhill. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Dude, that section well, looks so hard. Is no, it hard for a guy, you know, pro like you? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the outside this year wasn't really that fast at all. There were some guys who were jumping that uh, tunnel jump over the first single and going outside, but I didn't really see it being faster. The main line was to go inside and then roll, roll, double. But as the day went on, they well, they put sawdust, like those wood chips, over the top of all of it. Yeah. But underneath, it was like ice. Mm-hmm. And then they would water the track in between the races. And it was so slick underneath that. So you had to like kind of tiptoe that first double and then really like jump at an angle. And I don't know. It, that, that, that section sucks. It's terrible. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> hey, Dude, I find, I isn't, that, that, isn't that where I JG would, crashed one year and his bike hit the Toyota that was on display? No, I think oh. that was in another part. I think that was in the back. But because I thought I thought that bike kind of went uphill, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but that section of the tracks normally because the last two years, like 18, 19, Marchbanks went down in that section yep. both times. So for him to get around it this year was a big deal. But like A Ray said, you know, you're going pretty fast and really, really far downhill. I would put that almost like comparable with that Thunder Valley section where Eli and James both went down. Like you're going fading away super, super fast all the mm-hmm. way down it. Yeah. And there's a yeah. that last roller is a big drop off. Yeah. No thanks. And and then after after those left handed rollers, you you're coming in into that downhill with a lot of speed, and then there's ruts all the way across the track on that last little like hump that shoots you into that corner. So it's like kind of hard to pick your line and stay in it if once you're. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, a Ray. You wrote on your Instagram that? that it was a struggle for you? Like, dude, what? Oh, yeah, it was a struggle. Although your teammate, Rod Bell, he got his first point of the year, right? You get 20th in the second yeah, moto? Yeah. So the first moto, Rod Bell, um, he was running like 15, and then halfway through, he just started puking in his helmet and couldn't <laughs> stop. He could not stop throwing up in his helmet, apparently. I don't know. That's what they said. Pulled in the mechanics area. He was just throwing up and couldn't stop. All over. It was all over his ear, helmet, everything. I was like, dude, it's so kind of gross. He wasn't enjoying the ride? Uh, not the first moto. Second moto, he was enjoying the ride. And I think he got a flat, I think, with two laps to go, but still got 20th. Yeah. So uh, yeah. what happened with you? Where did you go, 27th? Yeah, um, I, yeah, somewhere around there. I don't know. I sucked. But uh, I just... Lock bars with someone, both motos off the gate, and then shitty start. And I had to tip over the first first lap of the first moto. And then second moto, I just – I made some passes, but just couldn't really get up there to that. I mean, at my starts, I just started in freaking last both motos. So it just – I got stuck back there with all the guys. If I, get, if I start up there, I'll stay up there. But, dude, if you can't. I don't know if you get, don't get off the gate, you're just kind of screwed in the class right now. Because I mean, honestly, there's a lot of good guys even past 20th. Because you have all the local dudes who ride there all the time and rip at these tracks on the East Coast. So mm. 
and like me, I've only been there one other time, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked the track, but yeah, I just, I just had a rough day. Mm-hmm. How did he look, Anton? He looked good. It looked like that's not a track that suits the A-Ray style. Like, no, that's not no, one no, of no. those where you can just go out and like rip the bitch up. Because a couple times, like I watched, like Alex would get on the gas, and I mean the back end will just come right around. You know what I mean? So it's it's not one of those tracks that's like, yeah, he's gonna kill it there. Avery, I'm surprised you didn't go there that much because that seems like the track that everybody on the East Coast grew up going to. Yeah, I never, I never even went there as an amateur. Nothing. Like, I mean, it was a pretty far drive for me. I mean, shoot, I mean, me being on the west side of Tennessee, hell, it'd probably be yeah. like 15, 16 hours driving so yeah hmm. but it was it's so it was weird the dirt was like real real tacky and good in some areas and then other areas that they put the sawdust on underneath it it was like ice hey, there's a like lot that. of sawdust too yeah i think i don't know if they were expecting like well the rain as if that's why they put that on there or or what but yeah there was a lot of sawdust in some of the areas hmm. that whole that whole first turn going down that first hill to the Lucas Oil whole shot stripe, and then after the big, what is that, a triple or a quad, that big leap off yeah, by the, quad, the hillside, yeah. and then that jump downhill after it, that was all mulch, too. Like, there was a, and then that whole back corner going into the woods was all mulch. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But we it was good. I mean, there was some good racing, though. Yeah. And that was some racing. of the best racing, that was some of the best racing we've seen in a while, like, everywhere, yeah. too, because guys were going back and forth, Mm-hmm. Even in that 250 moto, when guys were having problems, I mean, hell, there were helmets that I didn't know you could detach the visor off of that were <laughs> yeah. out there with no oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, those guys were still going for it for, for points, positions, and, and everything. So that was good racing. Yeah, I told yeah. I told a buddy last night that that 450 moto 2 is going to be one I watch on YouTube when I'm bored for years. Yeah, a lot of passing going on there, huh? Mm. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Have you heard that Yoshimura is now making bicycle components? That's right. The first product to market, the Chaleo Pedal, was over two years in development and they're now ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bike. They're now shipping worldwide. Go check them out at YoshimuraCycling.com. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. 
Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Mm, yeah. Oh, but getting back to the visorless helmets, like <laughs> I like how the TV got Hunter Lawrence crashing and his visor flying off. But that—that's what it's supposed to do, right? Because yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Okay, so 250 class. I, I know that, you know, I was at, I think I was at State Fair riding and I was watching the race unfolding and I was so pumped to see Jalik win and even more so because of the amount of emotion that he showed, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you see a guy up there that's used to winning or whatever. But dude, he was pumped. Oh, yeah. That was great to watch. He earned it too. I mean, yeah, RJ had his problems the first moto, but we saw second moto, he was just up there again. So mm-hmm. he made some some good passes. It was cool to see... His, like, confidence in that second moto then after winning, too. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us thought, oh, Jet's going to get him and just go. And then, oh, no, he's he's trying to push him off the track and go again. So, yeah, yeah, Jalik was on it. It was sick. Yes, yeah, so I got uh, I got him on the phone for uh, the O'Neill National MX update. And uh, we talked all about his win and everything. And he said, ironically, it was, like, the easiest race ever. It was his first time ever to high point. 
and he said, you know, he didn't ride beforehand. Or his uh, first roller lap of practice was the first time seeing the track, and he said he uh, studied Cincerillo's GoPro from last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> dude, how rad is that? Though I mean, to win at your first time at the track. I mean, Avery, you could probably talk about how being in a track for the first time, you don't really know all the lines and the, and the good places to go, right? Yeah, no, you don't really at all. I guess that's sort of what I've done. Like you said, he's he looked up some GoPro videos. I mean, that's what I I've done a few times. Uh, you know, if there's a place that you know I didn't really know which way to go to, I think I did that the first time I went to High Point in 2018. I think that's what I did. I looked at a GoPro footage on YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, it's it's a bit stressful. You know, sometimes you want to get there on Friday and walk the track and stuff and sort of see how the track is. But most of us, I mean, I mean, I know that I looked at my flight. I'm flying Friday afternoon to Redbud. I don't get there till kind of late, so mm-hmm. I'm not even going to be at the track until Saturday morning. But uh, like, you just sort of show up, and luckily we have like those two laps um, of qualifying. We pretty much all we have is one lap wheels on the ground, and then the next lap do the jumps. Third lap qualifying. Like that's that's all we get, yeah. you know, and. Uh, it's tough, but I mean, shit. I mean, he made it work for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what else was cool was uh, Julie giving a shout out to uh, Rocky Aiello. Aiello. Um, yeah. If you guys are listening, you don't know uh, Rocky was what was his position at KTM. Uh, he was uh, national director of sales. Yeah. Yeah. So Rocky's a good friend of uh, you know the SML and prior to that the Transworld family. Uh, son Kai Aiello is one of our test riders on mini bikes, but uh, yeah, he uh, crashed on was it Thursday? Chase? No, Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning out at Kawia, breaking in some of the twenty two twenty two test bikes for the media, and uh, sadly he passed away of I think internal injuries. So the entire KTM Gas Gas Husqvarna family was running memorial stickers at the race, and uh, yeah, Jalik goes out and wins and. Uh, Dedicates a race to uh, to Rocky. I thought that was super cool. Yeah, that was rad. Hey, very classy move by Yamaha to have those stickers too because Rocky was a Yamaha before he went to KTM. So that yeah. was a nice gesture by all the star guys doing that too. That's cool. I didn't even know that. Was there much talking about that at the race, Michael? No, not really because I think that like not everybody knows Rocky. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, I was thinking about this even yesterday that's such a big position. You know, every KTM bike that's in the United States that gets sold on a dealership, that's somewhat of a responsibility that he looked after. And just knowing how great of a guy Rocky is and and Jen and the boys and the whole family and everything, you're just like, wow. But I think that he's one of those guys that's so behind the scenes and disconnected from the racing thing that maybe the race guys didn't know, but it was awesome to hear Jolik say that on the podium. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because uh, I got a call, you know, our buddy Wayne Roden from Hawaii. They came over to race the uh, Trans Am and everything, but he was at Mammoth for Vet Weekend, and uh, he called me last night to talk about Rocky. He didn't know him, but he said that he had heard multiple people talking about it over the weekend at the Mammoth race, mm-hmm. which uh, which is cool. I mean, if you're making an impact and you're a good person, people talk about you, right? Yeah, totally. So, uh, okay, moving on to uh, other stuff. I mean, Anton, what what else was super rad there that we didn't see on TV? Uh, hey, on the Jalik thing, he, you know, like we said, he got the gift kind of from RJ right there. 
those last few laps, he rode really, really smart. I don't know how much they showed him on TV, but he had Marchbanks right on him, and Garrett was coming, you know. Uh, but then Jalik made really, really good use of lap traffic, put a gap between them, and then was able to cruise at home for the win. Mm-hmm. And then same thing that I'm sure he told you, Don. He told me, he's like, I, I didn't even know. I'm just out there doing laps. It just <laughs> yeah. came so easy. He's like, I never saw the halfway board. I never saw, you know, anything. I just saw two laps, white flag, that's it. And yeah. it just, you know, it, it's one of those days that it just came so naturally. And he's even surprised by it, you know. So that was huge. Um, I don't know how much they showed of this, but Jet's bike started smoking like four laps into the first 250 moto. Hmm. And... I was like, whoa, this, this thing's not going to make it. Because it was smoking quite a bit. If you look at the photos from the track, you know, it almost looks like a James Bond, like, smoke cloud behind him. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, there's no way that this bike's going to make it this whole way. He's He's got 20 minutes left, you know, and this is heavy, muddy conditions and everything. The bike survived, you know. Everybody at Honda had to do the fire drill to swap out the engine between motos. But that kind of shows how good and smooth of a rider that Jet is because I think that if it was a lot of other kind of wild 250 guys that just abuse the clutch and just rev it everywhere, that bike doesn't go 15 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that was that was pretty impressive by him. Uh, Jay Coop, like, Cooper wasn't there in the first one. He really wicked it up for the second one. I yeah. think that was a big surprise because I was like, oh, shit, is this the first, like, first chink in the armor for him? Yeah. And then everybody thought Hunter just kind of had the day made because he was really good in qualifying. He's won at that track before. And then just first lap issues in both races completely kept him from doing it. But he rode great. You know, Hunter Hunter put in a good ride. It just won't get a lot of attention because of what happened to him in the first laps. Yeah. It was kind of a uh, – a- an off race for I think a lot of the a lot of the factory kids up there. Like we saw a lot of guys, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, um, even further down the list than that. That yeah, they had some problems. But I mean, even RJ Sakamoto, he finished eighth. So yeah, just kind of strange. Was a uh, Jacob goggle issue? Is that what was going on in the first moto? I don't know. I I never really saw, but he yeah. just never got going. And just like it was never like he really caught fire and was right there yeah. because he was behind those guys. And then as the race wore on, just the gap increased. Yeah, and that was it. Because it almost so looked there like was something I don't know. It almost looked like there was a problem with a bike or something. Because at one point, the first moto, he like he got passed by Jet and he just took his hand off and he wasn't reaching for anything. It looked like he was just like upset, like waving it in the air. Mm. It was strange. Yeah, and and that two fifty moto. Um, that first one, that would be like all time worst conditions for goggles other than just like a straight downpour of rain because mm-hmm. it was like just humid enough that they'd fog up. You know, some guys mm-hmm. are doing roll offs, some guys are doing tear offs. It is raining, so you still got messed up vision the whole time. It, you know, it's it's inevitable that you're going to have a failure. Uh, but a lot of guys stuff like if it was going to happen, it'd be in that race. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, Volan. Volan went down in the first turn of that one his clutch lever down and then pretty much rode the whole moto with no clutch just because it was so hard to reach for mm-hmm. that would be pretty tricky on that track just to have no yeah. clutch at all but that kid's doing good yeah you know he's really he's really um committed like he doesn't seem to get rattled by a lot of stuff he just kind of goes out and plugs away and uh i'm interested to see how him and caleb russell get on because those two guys have such good riding styles mm-hmm. if they talk a lot dude that could be even another Another guy that Caleb or that 
Max learns from this whole other riding style that, you know, his dad's been very eager for him to develop. Yeah. So Caleb's doing the rest of the 250 Nationals? <clears throat> yeah. Does that not conflict with uh, his normal series? He's oh, he's retired. done. He, he, yeah, he retired last year oh, after he okay. won his eighth straight GNCC. <clears throat> okay. And then he was going to race all of the Nationals this year, but he broke his jaw and a couple ribs. And yeah. so that prevented him from making the first two. Mm. Yeah. Bummer for Joe. That was kind of bizarre. Were you around that at all, Anton, where they were prying the chain off the other bike? Yeah, I saw it from afar. I was like, what the hell are they doing? Because it seemed like it took forever to get the bikes unstuck. Like, they literally picked the bikes up and then just carried them off the track. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, yeah, sucks for Joe because he rode really well in the first moto. Yeah. He was there. He was in it. And those are the kind of conditions that is going to suit a guy like him where mm. if you're just Super mellow. Tight. and Yeah. I mean, that's Joe, right up Joe's alley. But it just didn't go his way. That, that first turn, and A-Ray can speak to this. Those first two turns are so fast at high point. So up until you get to that like tunnel jump and then into those downhill rollers, it's almost inevitable that you and some other guy are gonna like tangle bars and you're gonna go ass over tea kettle. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it's 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 pretty pretty fast through there. And like in two, even whenever you're right, not even off the start, but maybe like first lap or so, whenever you do that horseshoe around that, what do they call that? The wall, the wall turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, the board turn or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like, coming into that tight right-hander, it was it was pretty tough. Like, that. that's where a section where I struggled with a bit. But, hey, what about what about uh, Mumford? Yeah, dude. Dude, ripping. Good, second moto, right? seventh place. Mumford and Schwartz, yeah, I was both gonna, of them. I got, we got to talk about Dylan for a little bit. Cause, oh, yeah. So, sixth place, first moto. Obviously, he went down second moto, but I'm going to try and – get an interview with him in the next couple of weeks. It sounds like he's already uh, kind of been getting talked to by some, some factory teams. Anton, have you heard anything about this? I'm not surprised. Like he's doing so well. And even when he came in last year and did those couple nationals, I was like, there's no way, no, nothing against Suzuki. Yeah. But unless that they really come in and like step up that program with bar X, which I don't think they're going to do. He's yeah. got to go somewhere else because he would just be like hindering his own potential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for what he's doing on that bike, I feel like speaks pretty highly. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Mm -hmm. Loretta's last year, like last summer, he was great. You know, mm -hmm. he, he was awesome. And, and I've been paying attention to him for a couple of years just because he's a good rider. Um, he holds his own against everybody. He doesn't seem to have like a lot of like hype or expectations or anything. He just goes out there and just does what he needs to do. Super good riding style. Yeah. You know, it's been cool to watch him. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he lands on, like, a big, big team next year. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like with him, like, as soon as him and Team Green split or whatever, he got clipped. I, I remember seeing him at the tracks out here, and he just looked faster already on that Suzuki. But I think, like, last year, maybe a year and a half ago, he, he grew a little bit more. And, yeah, he's just been on fire. I mean, even you go to Paula during the week out here, and it's – Dylan Schwartz is, is shredding with everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Because he's – Chase, like, you know him better than, than I do. He's not some, like, 17-year-old kid. Like, he's a little bit older, right? Like, 18, yeah, 19? I, th I think so, yeah. I don't think he's – he's definitely not super young, no. <laughs> Jalik was uh, <laughs> talking smack. He's like, yeah, I was on the line. I just, corner of my eye, I see 
Schwartz kickstarting his bike. <laughs> they still have kickstarters on bikes. <laughs> oh. So the Suzuki info came out, right? Kickstarts again. Yeah. Next yeah. year. I think it did come out, yeah. Mm. They got to get Dang. those things off. They got to get those yeah. things off because Anstey had his whole day fucked up by it. Yeah. Yeah. He was ripping. Like, first moto, he was in the top 12 and, like, ready to make some moves, and then the bike cut out. Mm-hmm. And it didn't get restarted until he was in dead last. And mm-hmm. he said it was a wiring harness issue. It's not like he bogged the bike. Mm-hmm. But uh, the bike just ran terribly the whole rest of the moto. But dude, if he could have just pushed the button and kept going, he he would have been right up there. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, your boy Brandon had a good one this weekend, eh, Ray? Yeah. Where'd that come from? What? It, uh, Dude, I mean, he's been riding really well. He really rides those type of tracks it it just jails with him like the long ruts where you have to sort of flow and and all that like that guy can cruise whenever it's whenever the tracks like that i don't know man it's that's one of the strengths that he has i mean he's he's a good outdoor guy i mean and then like if you look at the lap times the last like four laps the dude just drops the hammer and goes like two seconds a lot faster than what he had been the whole moto it's like yeah yeah dude we've been riding for 30 minutes uh let me just i'm i think i'm warmed up now i'm gonna drop my laptop <laughs> like what are you doing like what are you doing like how does that even happen bro but yeah he was riding good all day i, I mean i think the team is uh is pretty stoked with him right now so uh, that's that's good sweet is he out here a ray in california or is he back yeah. there with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh he's back he's back in california now <clears throat> i think he went he went home to uh new jersey to ride for a couple days mm-hmm so uh, the weekend off like this, you know, again, is it a uh, momentum killer or is it like, yeah, let me train. Um, I like it, honestly. But, I mean, we'll have to sort of see whenever we're, we're you know, four four races in a row. You know what I mean? We'll mm-hmm. have to sort of see how that goes. But, I mean, I like the, I like the weekends off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about 450s. Is Eli back? Yeah. Eli just kind of decided in the last motor to kick everybody's ass. Yeah, pretty much. Like it was badass. It was bad. like second lap. You know, there was Adam and there was him, and you could tell like even just around the fence side and everything, people would just be like, "Whoa, are you watching Tomac? Are you seeing this? Oh my god!" And then when he made the pass, the place erupted, and uh, once he got going, like he was putting it on. You know, he he did some Eli laps for sure. Um, he looked pretty good all day. You know, that first moto was very blah. Uh, he just wasn't there, but that second moto, like once he got the clean air that he's been saying all year that he really needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he ran off. Um, got him for hours your weekend again. Yeah. Still couldn't explain it. Still can't tell you what it is, but I think that that's, you know, I don't think there is some big, great mystery to it. Like people go through slumps and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. I think we have just such high expectations of him because, I mean, there's even times where, like, our stuff sucks. You know, like, I do shit that's not so good or just whatever. So I'm sure that he goes through the same thing, mm-hmm. and uh, he was on it. I don't think that – he's not a title contender now. You know, no, he would have yeah. to be almost perfect from here until the rest of the season, and I don't see Kenny and Dylan suddenly faltering and letting him do that too much because they were – they were coming on late in the moto too. Oh yeah, you know they didn't show it, but Dylan was making up some time in that Dude. last last few laps. He made up four and a half seconds, I think, in the last two laps on Eli. He went, yeah, the gap went oh. from like what eight 
uh, just under four. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it'd be so interesting like, to see uh, lap times to see who who all was going at what pace during the during the race. See how much Eli uh, backed it down at the end or whatnot. I think he backed it down at the end because their average lap time ended up being pretty close to the same. Mm. You know, and that says a lot for Dylan being in the battle like he was, and then Eli out front and just trucking. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like Eli wins more, you know, obviously I think like once he does it once, he'll probably do it a few more times this year, but it, it's such a big points gap already between just Ken and Dylan that yeah. I don't, I even think it's going to be hard for AC to fight his way back into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 50 something points, isn't it? Yeah. For, for, uh, Eli to those guys. Yeah. 54, yeah. I think. So early on in the season, Dylan is like kind of being all humble said i can't believe i'm battling with kenny yeah. for the title but i mean now he's got his second win dude you know red he's plate legit. i mean he he's gotta be more confident that he belongs up there now right yeah and it, yeah, it, it even comes so. across in his interviews too yeah you know i mean this is his, um, his summer i think i mean yeah i mean it's his <clears throat> i think it's his summer to 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 lose it honestly i think at this point we've seen him hanging out over the last six motos and uh yeah i don't i i think something drastic is gonna have to happen and for him to to lose this thing um the only thing that i could see happening is if he because like dylan is a he's he's ripping but he's on the razor's edge a couple times (laughs) yeah oh yeah so he he (laughs) cannot he can't really afford to have a mistake like that and I know a lot of people are like, oh, see, Ken didn't do this and Ken did that. Ken was arguably going just as fast as anybody on the track was in that second moto. It's mm-hmm. not like he choked. You know, Ken's going to be rock solid for a while. Um, he, you know, they both have to be on it from here on out. And I think that Dylan's weakness would be if he rides over his head and then he, like, kind of eats shit. Yeah. Dude. It's going to be interesting. It's crazy that it's this exciting and we're only three rounds in, right? I know. I I hate I hate the breaks because I just want to keep watching. But, uh, yeah. So, when does A-Ray get his first national points this year? <laughs> oh, A-Ray's put us on hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully like, hopefully at Redbud. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We just got back to the SGB house. So, yeah, that's what I was doing. That's why you guys are on mute. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is Jason yeah. there? Uh, yeah, they're backing up the uh, the rig into the into the driveway. Mm, nice. Miss that guy. Tight squeeze. Has he been Very going to the races? Because he wasn't at Paula. Yeah, yeah. He's been going. Um, let's see. I think he went to – he was in Colorado, and then he was also uh, there this weekend too. So, yeah. Cool. So, anyway, with the weekend off, or wait, when do you come back tonight? Tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll be. I'll land in Santa Ana at noon. What are you doing Thursday? Uh, probably Glen Helen. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know better by now? You're supposed to go to Summit with me and Chase. Oh, dude, I wish. Weekend off, bro. there's yeah, but there's work to be done. I mean, yeah, I guess you, you can't you can't ride your you can't ride your uh, e bike until uh, points. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and exactly too. And the thing's already taking a crap on me. I just got it fixed, and then all of a sudden now it's freaking 
It's, it needs to go back in the shop. Kenny Bell rides it one day and jacks it all up. Yeah, well, maybe we'll have to have Kenny Bell and all of them come Thursday instead. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Watch but Kenny Bell said it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Kenny Bell's back on the program, though, dude. Is he? He, he told me last night. Yeah, he told me. To, he's like, we, we're, we're day one fat camp. Let's go. But he doesn't look like he's gained a bunch of weight. I feel like he has a little bit. Yeah? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in like the ass or somewhere. We're not really looking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So off weekend. Uh, what are you doing this off weekend, Anton? I don't know. I could. There's a vet race this weekend. There's another flat track that I could do. Oh. oh I think you money. do the. I think you do the flat track and make some money. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't spent that twenty nine dollars yet. I, <laughs> I, I look at it every day. I'm you like, gotta frame it. Yeah. Is it a Dude. little check or something? <laughs> no, it's, it's the cash. money in an envelope. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I think you yeah, gotta not, I think what you do is you like cut the envelope open with a paper you know, envelope opener and fan the twenty nine dollars out and frame it like that. Yeah. I might cool. I might have to. Get a little capsule of the dirt from the track and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda like it's special, right? It's like your first money you earn as a motorcycle racer. It's kinda like you should you should have printed out that photo of you whole shotting me on the Alta at Milestone. You should have that on too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was the first ever track that I, that I ever raced at too. So like, that was a cool, that was like a cool, like full circle moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been fun, but yeah, we'll see. I got to get, I got to call race tech this week. I got to get a fork seal put in my YZ two fifty. Um, so I got to hit up Justin at route 15 cycles and get that all handled. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll nice. see. I, I didn't know Good race point. tech and pro taper made Harley stuff. What? Yes. Pro taper does? I saw some pro taper bars on a Harley, yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Chase, no, Chase is all put pro taper bars on your freaking Harley? Uh, I don't know, but I just didn't know that. That was <laughs> the thing. I didn't know it was a category offered. <laughs> Chase is all up to date on the uh, Harley accessory world now. Yeah. Does he have I like prospects best yet? We, we got to get those Swap Moto Live prospect best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Son of Swap. Son of Swap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that Chase got the Harley and instantly the side by side went up for sale. <laughs> yeah, they're no, not related. No, not not even related. Like the hell, I'll go, not even like the, I'll take it out for one more run. Like no, like it's got to go for sale. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone, what is describe yeah, it? Like, yeah. like, this is All your right, chance guys. for a free one at. It's a 2017 Can Am X3 XRS. So that's the wide one. No short travel, bitches. Like wide and turboed. Uh, methods, 32-inch tensors, custom cage, PRP seats with seat warmers, relocated center console and fuels box, pumpers, uh, radio, all the good stuff. Yeah, things super trick. Yeah. You know who this sounds like a perfect toy for is truck driver Taylor out in Salt Lake. I He hit me up. Did he? He. I don't think he wants to buy it, but he, oh, yeah. He should buy it. I know, he should buy it. That he was- that was a good ad, Chase. I feel like I just read Cycle Trigger in my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, okay. Swap, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. Uh, we don't even have a race, Swap Moto Live race this yeah, weekend. Yeah, there's no race. There's nothing. I'm, uh, I think I might drive to Santa Cruz to ride my mountain bike. What? Yeah. I was on YouTube looking around, and there's this trail called the Flow Trail in Santa Cruz. It's supposed to be the longest flow trail in the United States, four and a half miles. Wow. Holy cow. How long is that drive? Five and a half hours. It's worth it. 
I think. Yeah. yeah I already called it's up. Worth it. Santa Cruz is sick. I already called up old Rob Salcedo, and he's available, yeah. so I might do that. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good trail boss, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to the uh, Pro Taper Kickstart Podcast. Uh, enjoy the off weekend. Do something fun on Saturday since you won't be in front of the TV watching racing. Yeah. Yeah, Chase, mm, you enjoy you the off weekend, be. too. Are you gonna Are you going to be in uh, on Girlfriend Island? I don't know. If my... If my helmet from my Harley gets here, I might go for a nice cruise on oh. Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, dude! I don't know. What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that bar or that like? Um, Cook's Corner, freaking Laguna. Yeah, Kirk. Or, yeah, <laughs> Cook's Corner. Yeah. Right over there, Tegas. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Dude. All right, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, for Chase Curtis, Mike Antonovich, and Alex Ray, I'm Don Maeda signing off. We'll talk to you next Monday. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.